Welcome everybody to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I'm your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with the AEW Rampage. We have Hook defeated Rocky Romero after blocking a sliced bread and putting on the red rum to make Romero pass out. We get a video from Willie Udo ahead of tonight's main event, and he says everybody loves everybody in Blackpool Combat Club except him, but he doesn't care as those men saw something in him and molded him into who he is today. He's lost a lot of sleep since Shibata took his title from him, and now he's going to send Shibata back to Japan and make sure he never comes back for his pure championship ever again. Chris Statlander defeated Diamante after hitting a discus lariat. Mercedes Martinez came out during this match and attacked Statlander. Um, after along with Diamante until Willow Nightingale ran out for the save. We get a promo from earlier today where Daniel Garcia talks about the last couple of days of AEW feeling like the days of his indies where every match felt like the biggest match of his life. He's the only one coming into the Constantal Classic without momentum and he's lost to MJF, Andrade, and Miro. He'd be lying if his confidence wasn't an all-time low and he's heard people say he's in his tournament to eat pens and to be used as fodder and it makes him a loser and he just wants to prove that he's not. The Kingdom defeated the team of Duke Davis and Gannon Jones known as TME in the, uh, the indies. They won a little over a minute here when Matt Taven hit the Aurora Borealis on Jones to get the quick win. Before the match even started, Bennett had cut off Dasha during the entrance, and uh, he asked everybody who is ready to celebrate No Neck November, but Roderick Strong isn't there as Action Andretti tried to kill him last week. But Strong is a hero when he proves heroes don't wear capes but neck braces. He starts talking about Adam Cole, but the crowd keeps cutting him off, saying, Adam, Taven says that they are ready to neck the halls and ring in a neck strong new year. There's like 20 new t-shirt ideas here. They end this by saying NGF is a devil and say that they understand why he wouldn't show up at Pittsburgh and that they're going to go after the ROH World Tag Team titles. And the main event on Rampage was for the Pure Championship. Uh, the Ring of Honor Pure Championship is Willie Yuta defeated Katsuyura Shibata to become a three-time champion. The judges were Jerry Lynn, Jimmy Jacobs, and Christopher Daniels. Um, Kevin Kelly at the start of the match went into pretty great detail on how Shibata suffered his injury and him being taken to the hospital after the match. Uh, competitive match with Yuta here, burning through his rope breaks and closed fists until Yuta pushes Shibata into the referee, hitting Shibata with a low blow, a DDT, and puts on a seatbelt bend to get the win and become ROH pure champion again for the third time. Uh, Yuta asked for a handshake after just to kick Shibata down low again and hit another DDT as Hook comes out to uh, chase Yuta away. They were going to get Hook versus Yuta next, and um, uh, as soon as Shibata is ready to come back, I guess, maybe he can go out to the title once again. We have Impact Wrestling as a special Thanksgiving special here, so we have a lot of old matches and moments, including the 2008 Turkey Bowl match where Rhino defeated Sheik Abdul-Bashir and Alex Shelley, where Mick Foley made Shelley wear the turkey suit after. Uh, we had Robbie E. versus Grado from the 2016 Turkey Suit Challenge, the 2013 Rockstar Spud Thanksgiving dinner that ended in a food fight. We have a match here with Ali, Eddie Edwards, Falabal, Garza Jr., and Richard Justice defeated Caleb Conley, Chris Adonis, El Eel, the Phantasma, KM, and Laura Van Ness, where Adonis had to wear the suit. A lot of names here on Elsewhere Promotions. The 2007 match where Samoa Joe defeated AJ Styles and Chris Sabin in a legit fantastic match. Definitely check this out. Turkey suit aside, where Styles took the pen. And uh, the one original match here from 2023, the Thanksgiving Gravy Train Turkey Trot as Jake Something, PCO, Mike Bailey, and Johnny Swinger defeated the Good Hands, Champagne Singh, and Jay Vidal when PCO pinned Vidal after hitting the PCO salt. Vidal refused to put the suit on, but Savannah Evans and Giselle Shaw forced him to. Uh, these shows are always fun, especially to do as a whole, you know, who's who and where certain people are nowadays. We go to Ring of Honor on Honor Club. Pretty big show here as the show starts with Athena and Billy Starks backstage putting out an open challenge until we see Marina Shafir making a phone call. Who is she going to call? Is it going to be Jessamyn Duke? Is it going to be Shayna Baszler? Is it going to be Roderick Strong? You have to find out. 
Since this was taped before Rampage, we had Shibata defending the Pure Championship against Trent Beretta. Jerry Lynn, Madison Reed, and Jimmy Jacobs were the judges. Pretty good match here with Shibata stopping Beretta with the PK to retain in a bit over eight minutes. We have a four-corner survival match as Willow Nightingale defeated Diamante, Trisha Dora, and Kara Hogan in a fun match here with Willow hitting the Dr. Bomb and the Dora to get the pen. And commentary made it seem like there's a future title shot was on horizon for Willow after this win. Ethan Page defeated Tony Nese. He finally got his win back here. Mark Sterling said that they have canceled group training until they take care of Ethan Page. Aubrey Edwards ejected Sterling at the very end as Page hit Nice with a big boot to get his win. Page extended his hand after, but Nice attacked him as he broke the security, had to separate them, so it looks like this feud has not ended. We have another four-corner survival match here, a tag team match here, as the Workhorsemen defeated the Iron Savages, the Infantry, and the West Coast Wrecking Crew, Royce Isaacs, and Jorrell Nelson making the Ring of Honor debut. Fun match here with all four teams, crazy spot of strength here with Isaacs hitting Boulder with a German suplex while he was holding J.D. Drake in a fallaway slam position. Any team could have taken a win here, but Drake and Anthony hit a kick flatliner combo on Nelson as Henry gets the pen and the win. Mark Sterling and Tony Nese backstage said that tonight's match doesn't count and they aren't done with Ethan Page. Willie Yuta defeated Lee Moriarty in a pure rules match. Uh, Pat Buck, Madison Rain, and Jimmy Jacobs were the judges. Another good match here with Yuta hitting a flurry of elbows before pinning Moriarty with a seatbelt. Another, yet again, four-corner survival match here as Lee Johnson defeated Willie Mack, Jack Cartwheel, and Fred Rosser with Johnson rolling up Rosser to get the pen in another fun match. Ethan Page cut a real fighter promo backstage against Tony Nese and said the last thing Nese will do when they end their feud is to shake his hand. And in the main event here, Marina Shafir and her mystery partner, who could it be, the rowdy one, Ronda Rousey, defeated Athena and Billy Starks. Uh, Ronda was promoted all throughout the show, so it wasn't really treated as a mystery, but it was a mystery for the crowd as it gave Ronda a pretty big reaction here. Uh, unfortunately, no bad reputation here as it seems that it was dubbed over for a pretty bad generic song here but good match here with a lot of time where all four women are able to showcase here it wasn't a squash whatsoever athena had ronda pinned after the old face but she wasn't a legal woman so athena told stark to do the swan dive um but Ronda counted it and put on an arm bar to tap out Starks, and Athena tried to attack after, but Ronda took her Ring of Honor women's title and threatened to attack Athena with it. As commentary pretty much alluded, this could continue at Final Battle. MLW Fusion, this is a special Thanksgiving episode as well. The promo starts with Alex Hammerstone explaining that Court Bauer stopped answering his calls while St. Laurent never did, and that's why he left MLW and he joined WTF. So their next show, their one-shot pay-per-view, uh, which is going to be New York City next week, is pretty much kind of like the old sold-out shows from WCW slash NWO, so it's going to be MLW slash WTF. The first match here, TJ Crawford defeated Nolo Katano. A hooded man came out during this match and gets taken out as officials came out and took this guy away. Uh, commentary wonders if this is Tony Deppin again as he did this last time. Griffin McCoy then comes out as a referee was distracted and takes out Katano. TJ follows us with a silver bullet to get the pen and then the hooded guy come out to celebrate with TJ and McCoy. Mascara Dorada did a video putting out a challenge to Rocky Romero for both of his titles. We go to St. Laurent who hypes up the WTF leading the future of wrestling and we see Promociones Dorado backstage attacking Ichiban as Selena De La Renta tells him that that's what he gets for interrupting her. Tiara James defeated Notorious Mimi making her debut, the former Sloan Jacobs for NXT. Tiara gets the pin after hitting the sweet looking neckbreaker into a face buster finisher. Samuel Turner uh, gets an interview with Tiara after and says that she has a title shot. Uh, a title shot would look good for her. St. Laurent gets stopped by someone outside asking if he's been tampering Hammerstone's contract. Is that how he got him to join to, over to WTF? But he denied it. It's said WTF is growing bigger and better than ever. We then see Laurent trying to recruit one called Manders, but he said he's not a handshake hot dog kind of guy. We see Love Dug. Uh, all night long, they promoted this date between Love Dug and Becca. Uh, Love Dug goes into uh, Becca's room. 
But instead, it's Brett Ryan Gosling, uh, who says that he's Becca's boyfriend and begins to viciously attack him with a tyrell iron. We see Mance Warner saying goodbye to Manders as he now has to leave MLW since losing the match against Matt Cardona. But they both said it was bullshit because WTF interrupted, uh, interfered. But Warner says that he knows a guy named Mask Good Brother Number 3 and he loves to drink. I wonder who this guy could be. And the main event here, Matt Cardona and Tom Lawler of the World Titan Federation WTF defeated Alice Kane and Mr. Thomas of the Beaumont Fight Club. Uh, during the beginning, Alice Kane, they, uh, the story was that he was injured and he had to take him to the back. And then, of course, towards the end, he comes back all taped up to try to help Thomas. But Lawler takes him out and on the outside as Cardona has the radio silence on Thomas for the pen and the win. Woman of Wrestling Superheroes Chainsaw defeated Steffi Slades pretty quickly here and easily with her Chainsaw Splash. Chainsaw kept attacking after until Jennifer Flores comes out for the save. Ariel Sky and Coach Campanelli of Team Spirit defeated Las Banditas after Coach hit Vivian Rivera with the buzzer beater for the pen. And after the match, uh, Coach continued with her tough love gimmick here, made Sky run the ropes over and over and over. Candy Crush defeated the Classmaster after hitting the Golden Glove in a pretty competitive matchup here in the Classmaster's uh, first solo match here in, on WoW. And in the main event for the WoW Tag Team Championships, the Tonga Twins defeated the Last Call, pretty definitively taking out Re- uh, Reina Del Rey with a high-low clothesline combo for the pen. And before the match, they showed a little bit of heel tendencies from the Tonga Twins here, telling their, uh, I guess their, not want to say former, but their uh, Island Dynasty uh, partner here, Tiki Chamaro, that they don't need her and she should just stay in the back. But the way they said it was a little bit like a jerk, so it looks like they could be turning into heels here, these Tonga twins. We go to NWA Power, Mems defend the NWA World Television Championship against the debuting Carson Drake, who's part of the NWA Exodus Prime, which is like their new territory that they're promoting here. Mems gets the pin after hitting a big, strong slam. Silas Mason brought out his good friend, Devin Dixon, and always promised to get him a job here, and he will give him a title shot at the National Championship, which he does agree on. Uh, These two are known as the Mason-Dixon line in the Indies. Pretty catchy name here. Camille and Tom Latimer defeated Natalia Markova and Brian Idol. Who's who's Brian Idol, you ask? This is uh, his character when he's not Mercurio, so I'm not sure exactly why he's not Mercurio, but he just did not play the gimmick, did not do any, any of that, and Danny Dills just said that that's his cousin. That's not really him. Camille takes out Idol with a low blow when the referee wasn't looking and then rolls up Markova for the win as he uh, she was trying to help Idol. Billy Corgan is with the Spectaculars, Rolando Freeman and Rush Freeman to give Tyler Midas feedback after they lost last week. Rolando loves him, while Corgan and Rush Freeman don't think he can make the cut, so they fire him. Uh, and they have to look for the final applicant here. Um, one more person here to try out for the Spectaculars, and this was Slade, who Rush loved, but Rolando wasn't sure about him until eventually agreeing to make him join them as they have one more chance, says Billy Corgan. Tiffany Nieves, uh, seen in OVW, also on the show, The Wrestlers, making her power debut here, defeated Ruthie J. Good back and forth here until Nieves put on an armbar to make Ruthie tap out. And in the main event, Jack Stane and Tim Storm defeated Trevor Murdoch in the debuting Birchall uh, by disqualification. This is uh, Paul Birchall, but do not call him Paul here, just Birchall. This is uh, Storm's first match on power since June of last year. Uh, Dane was about to make uh, Birchall de- uh, submit here, but Murdoch kept showing frustration here and tried to grab a chair until eventually just pushed the referee and got him and his partner disqualified. NXT Level Up. It wasn't really like a best of episode. It was kind of more like a showcase episode, just kind of highlighting certain wrestlers, including uh, Eddie Thorpe, Lola Vice, Kalani Jordan, and Tavion Heights while showing some of their matches as um, they showed when Eddie Thorpe uh, defeated Dante Chen. They showed when Lola Vice lost against Ivy Nile, uh, Kalani Jordan when she lost against Wendy Chu, and Tavion Heights when he lost to Axiom. Some pretty cool uh, stories here. Like Kalani Jordan had mentioned that like right before the, her debut match here, she had found out that her niece died. Uh, some pretty um, tragic news here. And then uh, Lola Vice kind of like, as she was a babyface when the match happened, she kind of 
in storyline made it seem like this is like the match that made her turn heel and she didn't care about the fans or whatnot. So some pretty good storytelling here. I'm not sure if they're going to continue this next week as we go into the holidays. We get a lot of these like best of episodes and whatnot. So it uh, looks like we might get another one of those. Um, and on WWE main event, we had Apollo Crews defeating Miles Bourne, making his debut in a good match here after hitting the Frog Splash. And Joe Coffey, also debuting on main event, defeated Von Wagner after hitting all the best for the Bells. And that is it for me today. You can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. <laughs>